I know that raise your thermostat doesn't seem like it should be a complete sentence, but today we are making it one. Many of you may be thinking, Tanya, what the hell are you talking about? Raise your thermostat? It's already 110 degrees out here today. Well, if you're in Arizona, or from what I can see pretty much all over the country, shouldn't we be turning on the AC? And I will answer you by saying this. The thermostat I'm talking about is not on your wall. It's not in your house. It's the thermostat of your life. Welcome to Ladies Kicking Ass. I'm your host, Tanya Wilson, and I'm crazy passionate about encouraging women to tell their hard-earned stories, provide coaching, and creative ideas to help you build the service business of your dreams. What's different about this podcast? Well, we are real, and that means most of us are trying to juggle all the things. Being an entrepreneur, mama, wife, sister, friend, doggy mama, and all those other titles that we love. This life is a dance, and we celebrate every twist, step, and dip along the way. This show chats about our wins, our losses, business, relationships, family, and how to get the hell out of our own way and believe in ourselves and our big ideas. The Ladies Kickin' Ass community is full of strong, generous women who support, mentor, and cheer for each other. So, come on, let's get inspired and learn something new today. Welcome to the Ladies Kickin' Ass Podcast. Welcome, welcome back for a new season of the Ladies Kicking Ass podcast. It feels good to be back recording again and chatting with all of you lovely ladies who I don't know about y'all, but I am so happy that school is out. One, it feels so great to get a little break from all of those tedious schedules and homework and soccer practice and all the things. And it feels great to be able to take a little extra time at home with the kiddos which also gives us a little more time to work on other things besides just having our heads buried in our businesses. The hubby and I have been working hard this year on sharpening our personal and business skills. And I heard a term this weekend at a leadership conference we attended and it hit me like a ton of bricks. In fact, I wrote it really big in my notebook, raise your damn thermostat, Tanya. And then I colored it all pretty and made it captivating so I would see it first thing when I started thumbing through my notes again. Why was I so passionate about this idea? On today's podcast, I'm going to discuss the idea with you and I hope that you will find it as insanely important to act on right now as I did when the concept was explained to me this weekend. See, every single one of us has an internal thermostat. It's been there our whole lives. It's something we probably don't give near enough attention to, or maybe even think about it at all, especially as women. I believe that we self- admittingly turn down our thermostats either out of thinking we're sacrificing for our family or for others or putting other people in front of our own needs or because our view of our own self-worth has never really given us permission in air quotes to raise it up past our comfort level 
not even really a couple of degrees or, or more. Everyone, including men and women, have established an internal thermometer. This gauge is more commonly known as, you guessed it, our comfort zone. This thermometer tells us when it's 10 degrees above, air quotes normal, and 5 degrees below what we think is normal. Most of the time, if you go above or below these normal levels, your brain will start telling you to get your ass right back where you belong at that normal, comfortable level. This thermostat measures more than one thing in your life. It measures a variety of things. Comfort level in making money, a comfort level of acceptance by others, a comfort level of love received from others, or a comfort level of love that we give to others, a comfort level of success, a comfort level of our health and wellness, a comfort level of disarray or disorganization in our homes, a comfort level with putting up with people's shit, a comfort level of letting people get away with things after we have asked them to stop doing things. There are so many different comfort levels that we instill in our own heads, and we truly have a gauge for each one. Let's take, for example, a liar. Someone lied to you. Does it make them a full-fledged liar because they lied to you? Maybe not, depending upon the circumstance, but you have a comfort level for what you're willing to deal with. If your five-year-old says, not my snack. I didn't get the candy out. When you fully know that they got the candy out, you may give a little bit. You may not. Depends on how many times you've had to ask that five-year-old to stop eating the candy. See where I'm going with this? I'm sure by now you know what I'm talking about. How many of you raise your hands are guilty of saying my most loathed statement of all time? Wow. Must be nice. Instead of thinking, damn, if she can do that, I can do that, and I should ask her how. We're all guilty of what we call this jealous bone. But what if we used others' successes as an example of what is possible for us to achieve? What if we just said no to all the stupid little voices in our heads? Sometimes they're really high. Sometimes they're really low. Sometimes they're really quiet. Sometimes they're super loud. Either way, they're trying to keep us safe and small and cry out that we aren't going to live like this anymore and we are going to build the life we have always dreamed of building. The only limitation that you have with truly raising the thermostat in your life is to get a little uncomfortable for a little while and turn up the thermostat, babe. In the words of a very great mentor, no, I don't know her personally, well, not yet anyways. But Marie Forleo has a great book. It's called Everything is Figureoutable. I have read and listened to this thing several times. I love it so much. But in this book, Marie talks about her journey to get to where she is now as a world-renowned business coach and video host of Marie TV. And she talks about it coming from very humble beginnings 
um, growing up with her amazingly encouraging mother. And if you haven't read this book yet, I highly recommend it. It's a quick listen to in an afternoon, even if you download it on Audible. But her whole concept is as simple as it sounds. If you want it bad enough, everything is figure outable, which is a new spin on where there's a will, there's a way. And I'm a firm believer in that. I love this book so much because I can completely relate to Marie. I grew up the same way, very humble in Wyoming, but I knew I wanted to get every drop out of life that I could. I knew that I wanted to grow up and have my own business. I knew that I wanted to have children and a family. I knew that I wanted to work with women and I knew that I wanted to provide education to people. I have been able to find a great balance between all of them, between my business and even through this podcast, but I too have struggled with raising my internal thermostat. I've struggled with unsticking my thermostat for years around the list that I gave you before, namely making money, acceptance by others, love received from others, a comfort level of recognition and success, and a comfort level of health and wellness. Many people that know me may have no idea that these are things that I struggle with as they aren't super apparent within my interactions with everyone. Even my family may not realize these things because I have gotten really good over the years at also hiding my feelings. But when we do that, it's not fair to us. How can you genuinely show up in the world when you're covering up how you feel? How can we become the best versions of ourselves if we can't be 100% of who we are? The answer is simple. We can't. So my challenge for everyone this week, myself included, is to make a list of these thermostat stickers. If we don't know what the temperature is right now, how can we raise it, right? I know this can be uncomfortable. Hell, I just shared all of mine with you. But you know what else I have been learning and experiencing a lot? Being vulnerable with yourself. Yeah, yourself. Which I think is way harder than being vulnerable with others. Why is it so damn hard for us to admit that we have an issue with something and that we need to seek help, get help, ask for help, all of the above? But it allows you to get in touch with your soul. And this is what we have to do to experience true lasting change with raising our thermometer. Being vulnerable with ourselves allows us to truly check in and see where the temperature is at and really honestly assess how much we want to improve it and setting realistic goals to improve it. I'm going to claim it right now. The two I am working on the most is a better narrative in my mind about the level of abundance there is in the world when it comes to making money and the level of comfort I see my body and personal health in. I did not grow up with money. Quite the opposite, actually. I never remember ever being hungry for food, but nothing 
was really given to us, but the necessities in my home. I would label it a pretty scarcity mindset. The terms, we don't have money for that, or we aren't like them, or the pettiness of my most hated phrase, "Mm, must be nice, still gives me chills to this day. I think it bothers me so much because I heard my parents say that even about other family members, and it was such bullshit. I think as parents, we really have no idea what we're doing, but we're, we're putting that on to our kids. My hatred towards that has been one of my biggest motivators for me to make sure that my children don't continue that cycle of believing that others deserve it more than they do, or they're not the chosen ones. Because it's simply not true. Now, I'm not blaming my parents 100% because I'm sure this was taught to them as well. My hometown doesn't have a lot of money. Nobody that lived there really did. Um, but it was instilled into our heads by listening to our parents say it over and over and over again, even though it wasn't ever directly spoken just to us. As long as we had enough money to cover the basics, that was all that mattered. Nobody was really striving to make anything more than that. It's like, this was just the hand we were dealt, and so we're going to deal with it. And I remember as I went out on my own um, when I was 18 years old, and I remember thinking, if I just make enough money to pay my rent and I have, you know, $10 left over for the week, I'm doing great which was that scarcity mindset definitely coming out in my life. I was truly fighting against what I had been taught, but my actions spoke louder than my words because I had truly built that limiting mindset around money. You know, if you have a comfortable level of money in your checking account or your cash stash, you know, for me, it's a thousand dollars. I needed to have a thousand dollars in my checking account. Then if any crazy bill came out, um, I would be covered and I would never have any kind of fees from the bank or something like that. That is such a limiting mindset to say, oh, it's this amount of money. Why not say it's this amount of money? I remember with in my business, when we would set the goal to make $50,000 a month, we were like, there's no way. We're just never going to get there. We're just never going to get there. And then we set the goal, we're going to make $100,000 in a month after we had been consistently breaking that $50,000 mark. And as soon as we hit that six-figure goal, I would be beside myself if we ever drop below that because we haven't ever since the time that we surpassed that six-figure sales goal for the month. This month, we damn near had a six-figure week. A six-figure week in one of our slowest times. So it is truly, I have been able to elevate that within my business, but personally, I have struggled with that a lot. And I think a lot of that has to do with that limiting mindset that I grew up with. Um, Although it is my business, I still 
look at it as if it's not completely mine, if that makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. So I'm trying to be very vulnerable with you right now in realizing that sometimes we have our shit together in our business and personally, we're still struggling and that's okay because that's what this podcast is for. And this is what this community is for is that we can help you shift that. And I'm going to be shifting right along with you. My new goal is to set that to $2,000 in there. And then I'm plan on in the next six months to make sure that that's $5,000. That's my goal. So I want to know what your goal is. One of the hardest things for me on top of the abundance is being very conscious every day of telling myself I am worthy for things. I have developed a few little incantations that I often say to myself, like, you are worthy of having money. Money is abundant in the world and the work that I do is valuable and I'm being thanked by being paid. I do deserve love. I'm not a hard person to love. I do deserve these friends. Because I am a good friend. Sometimes we have to say those things out loud to ourselves to remind ourselves that we are worthy of things. I know as women, we struggle with that horribly. And I wish I could just beat that shit out of all of us. But we it, it's in there. So we have to learn tactics and ways to be able to channel that and get it out. So the other idea of my thermostat that is often stuck is having a healthy tone physique and my goal weight is achievable. Because I think a lot of the times um, I look at that and I'm like, um, being fit and toned is just not in the cards for me. I was built this way. I had a 10 pound baby. I'm big boned. I've always been this body type. I simply have to deal with it. So this weekend, I challenged that thermostat sticker too, because truly it's all bullshit. I used to be a good athlete. When I was younger, I was always outside running around and, and playing basketball and playing volleyball, and riding dirt bikes and doing all of this fun stuff. Why am I stuck in this mindset now? And it's truly that I have limited myself by saying, you don't have enough time to go to the gym. Or I don't want to wake up that early because I was up late working all night. Or you don't have time to make or prep healthy meals for your family because it takes forever. But I do. No one runs my time except for me. I am my own boss. I have no one to report to but me. So why am I telling myself that I don't have enough time? I can make time for anything that is important for me. And if my family and the people that I love are as important to me as I say they are, I need to get myself in a healthier state so that I can be around for them and be my best self for them. So I went to the gym that I know that my kids love that we used to go to and I signed up again on Monday. You know, it's a really nice gym that is local here and has a really awesome kids spot. I know that some days I'm going to come home from work if I don't make it there in the morning and get discouraged or I'm tired and I'm often swayed to just say to myself, well, the gym I'm going to right now, which I was currently or used to be going to, um, didn't have a childcare facility. 
So I should probably actually just stay home with my kids because they need me to be here. I mean, I've been gone all day, so my kids need me to be here with them. But now I can't use that excuse anymore because I can take as many kids as I want to to this thing, which is great when you have five children. They actually really want to go. Every day this week when I have come home, my boys are asking me, what time are we going to the gym? Because they look forward to that. Hell, in Arizona right now, it's like 110 degrees outside. And it's not super awesome for playing out in, you know? We have a great big park in our backyard, but you can't go out there and play when it's so stinking hot. So I have allowed them to become my gym buddies. And although they're not out there working out with me, they will still encourage me to go. I also signed up my two teenage daughters so that they can go work out with me. In the last two days, we have been doing that. We're super sore today, um, so it might just be a cardio day today, but it is wonderful to be able to spend that time bonding with my daughters and also giving my sons two hours that they can go run amok in the gym and rock climb and go do these things that they love to do. And it's also getting them exercise, which is a wonderful thing for me to do for my children as a mother versus just being at home with them, sitting on the couch or, you know, doing nothing. I know that if I stick to this and I meal prep and I pay attention to what we are eating and not eating out all the time and grabbing the easiest things, that with that comes weight loss and with that comes better physical stamina and health. And that's what I'm truly craving in my life. I'm not going to go all fad diet extreme or rock the gym for five hours a day and then give up on it because I just get so defeated and then I end up right back or worse than I was before I even started. So why am I telling you all of this? I totally just spilled my guts to you. I'm trying to give you some examples. And if I can be an example for you to make these decisions in your own life, I'm very proud to do so. I'm trying to give you inspiration. Whatever is making your thermostat stuck, let's work together to get it unstuck. Let's be each other's thermostat unsticker buddies. I'm here for you if you need one. You can DM me on Instagram or Facebook at Ladies Kicking Ass. I would be honored to be your accountability buddy. But just know this, whatever your thermostat is stuck on, I challenge you to raise it up 10 degrees. When you start feeling normal, you have to raise it up another 10 degrees. The thermostat of life and living well should never have a consistently normal temperature. It should be ever rising so we can become the women we have always dreamed to be. Thanks, ladies. And if you have any questions about this or you need some help getting unstuck, don't hesitate to look me up. I'm here for you. That's what community is all about. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ladies Kicking Ass podcast. I hope you loved it. 
Hey, if you got a lot out of today's show and you think a friend of yours may love it too, please do me a really quick favor. Screenshot the episode, post it, tag us at Ladies Kicking Ass, or share the link to the episode. I'm here to help and support as many ladies as I can, and your generosity in sharing the show means the world to me. Don't forget, hit subscribe to be notified of all newly released episodes and leaving the show a five-star review is the ultimate expression of love for our team. If you're interested in becoming a guest on the podcast, I would so love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and we'll chat further. Thank you for being part of our tribe and until next time, go kick some ass, lady.